Let's get it, y'all. I am way too excited. Like, I'm scream whispering right now because I don't want to scream in your ear because I'm that excited. The Straight Up Podcast, the one that you love, the one you listen to right now, is now a part of the Grove Day Podcast Network. You heard me. I told y'all we turn it up this year. And guess what? A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world, change to the world, impact to the world, and support shows and brands we believe in. That's why I'm a part of Growth Day. It's all about empowering people, impacting people, and bringing change to this world. But listen, one of my friends is a part of this network, and I need you to go show some love. Subscribe to her show. Earn your happy with Lori Harder. Okay, Lori is going to make you go harder in every area of your life. She's a brilliant mind, a brilliant spirit, a brilliant human. I know you're going to love her. I know you're going to love her show. That's Earn Your Happy with Lori Harder. Go subscribe today and watch your life be changed. What's up, rehabbers across the world? Welcome to Straight Up with Trent Shelton. Throughout my career, from the NFL to sold-out stages speaking to thousands. I built up a toolkit to break through negative mindsets, let go of what's holding you back, and start rehabbing your life. And every show is going to be jam-packed with tips, tricks, and tools to push you forward. I'm always going to be real with you and give you the 100% truth, even when it's going to pierce your heart. This is me, Trent Shelton, straight up. Hey, what's up, rehabs across the world? Trent here. Uh, welcome to today's episode of Straight Up Podcast. Listen, I hope you guys are getting some out of this pod, these podcast episodes. You know, I know over time, you know, once you're used to something, it can become normal to you. And um, I want you, if you're listening to this, don't let anything become normal to you. You know, because that's when the the excitement leaves. Whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship, whether it's you know whatever in your life, we oftentimes as human beings, you know, we become normalized in environments that have helped us so much are in great environments because we get used to it. That's why we're always on the quest for something different, something more. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but this is very unpopular to say. And this isn't what this, this, isn't what this episode is about because I want to tell you a good story that's brought my life full circle, but it has a lot to do with it. And this is very unpopular to say in the space that I'm in, but I want to be real with you guys. Like we've been programmed so much and conditioned to not believe in ourselves. Like so much. We've been programmed with low self-esteem. We've been programmed with lack of belief. We've been programmed that we're missing something. Why? Because the world is always trying to sell you something, right? The world has no business if it can't convince you that you need something. So people are always trying to sell you (laughs) self-esteem, whether it's financially, whether it's you, once you get this position at your job, once you become a millionaire, you get this big house, you get financial freedom. I'm going to tell you this right now and hear me clear, quote this. Financial freedom still doesn't mean you're free. There's a lot of people with financial freedom that ain't free. Why do we think we see suicide rates from celebrities and from people who have everything? Why do we see depression and bad moments? Because those things are a part of life. I understand it. Those things are external things. But like I've said a million times, you can't expect external things to heal your internal self. You can't. We're trying to heal ourselves with things of the world when those things aren't capable. They can provide a cure to to the symptoms but they're not actually going to cure the disease. The thing that you're missing, and I want to be clear about this, like hear me, the thing that you're missing is not some followers online. It's not a, 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 a check mark, you know, in your company. It's not a rank. It's not, you know, uh, money. It's not a title. 
It's not any of those things. It's not even a relationship or a friendship. The thing that you're missing is appreciation for your life. You might not want to hear this, but you're not in control of anything. I don't want to say anything, but you're not in control of life. Let's put it like that, right? We're in control of what we project. We're in control of what we give to this world. We're in control of our internal selves to a certain degree. We can, we can influence a lot. But again, if you talk about you have faith, you realize that you're not in control. How many companies, let's be real, how many people were doing great for the last decade? 2020 wiped them out. This lets you know that no matter how great life is, you're one storm away. You are one bad day away. You are one year away. And so what I want to preach to you right now, it is not the external things that you're missing. Stop letting people lie to you. Stop letting people that are unhappy tell you how to be happy. Like, let's be real. People try to sell you happiness and they're miserable. Let's be real about it. Like, that's why this podcast is called Straight Up. I'm not here to fake perfection. I'm not here to fake a perfect life for you. You think I'm going to live in that prison for you? Absolutely not. I'm here to talk about real stuff. To tell you, yes, I deal with things. Even at a, a level of success in my life that I'm at, I still deal with things. Even the most successful, well, at that time in my life, the most successful period of my life in NFL, I still dealt with things. And so I realized this truth as I move forward to my story. I want to tell you the truth about life is this. The only thing that you're missing is appreciation. When you learn to appreciate your life, you realize that that's life in itself. When you learn to stop being in control of all these things and stop thinking you're missing everything, the only thing you're missing is appreciation for your life. Trent, are you saying have appreciation for my struggle? Absolutely, because you don't know what the struggle is going to produce. Are you saying have appreciation for your storm? Absolutely, because you don't know what the storm is going to produce. You don't know the growth that's going to come with it. Are Trent, are you saying have appreciation for the people that left my life? Absolutely, because you don't know what that made more room for in your life, for the right people in your life. So learn how, how to have appreciation for you because that's what life is about. Like when we leave this earth, think about it. Are we going to take all these things that we're chasing after? A lot of us were chasing after self-esteem through things. A lot of us were chasing after all these things that we think is going to make our life great. Let me tell you this truth as I move on to my story. The things that you think are going to make life great, I'm going to tell you, it might make life great temporarily. It might give you a temporary high, a temporary happiness. But I'm going to tell you something. The things that you think are going to make life great oftentimes end up being the things that make your life worse because you start to realize, dang, I got everything that I wanted out of life and I'm still unhappy. Dang, I reached a level of success, but I still have this high level of pain in my life. Dang, I reached this high level of, of significance and I have all these things that the world says the American dream. I have all these things, but I still have a low level of peace in my life. And that's one of the worst places to be at. Nobody's going to tell you this because this doesn't sell, guys. <laughs> but one of the worst places to be at is a level of success, the highest level of success, and still feel empty inside. To understand that, dang, I'm successful in the world's eyes, but I'm still so unsuccessful in my heart because I haven't learned how to find appreciation for life. To move into this story of showing you this, number one, I realized this like so many times in my life, right? So many experiences in my life. But I want to tell you something. So I went on a trip this past weekend to Seattle. Um, you guys know my story with Seattle. If you don't, that's where I was with the Seahawks. I lived there for like a year. But the main point of that story is I was at my rockiest rock bottom. Like there's, there, was, there was no other rock bottom. Like that was it. That was the, the, the bottom of the rock bottom, right? In 2008. 2008, wintertime, right? I was at the hardest place in my life. I'd just been cut three or four times for the Seahawks. I knew my NFL career was pretty much done. 
like I was at the hardest time in my life, hardest time in my life. So I often go back there or I like to go back to places that bring me like nostalgia, right? Like positive nostalgia where I can feel like, dang, like I grew from this, right? Or I can feel like that feeling of like, man, I remember when I was here and it was such a great experience or it was a bad experience. And I can look back and see how far I've actually came in my life. And so we go to Seattle. Let me just tell you the ironic thing about this story, right? I told Maria, I'm like, hey, I don't want to travel anywhere. Like, I don't. I want to stay here. And she said, I said, the only place I'll travel is somewhere we can hike, somewhere we can get, get nature, greenery, the Pacific Northwest, Portland, you know, Oregon, Seattle. I'll go there. Two days later, and I'm going to just tell you how things work full circle. And I want you to think about full circle moments in your life. Two days later, Maria gets a job, right, to go out to work for like a hotel, do some influencer stuff in Seattle. So we go to Seattle. So I'm pretty excited because I'm like, man, we could do a family hike and I can just go back there and reflect. We fly to Seattle and the first ironic thing is that I meet a former NFL player. I see him on the plane and I'm like, man, he played ball. I can just tell. Football players, no football players. We're in the enterprise line, we're in the car, and he says, you play ball? And I was like, yeah, I used to play for Seattle. His son is a major player for the Seahawks and we just started communicating. So like, I was like, man, God is bringing us full circle. Like, just the moment of me and the NFL football player to remind me like, man, I was there, but guess what? My life is still better because of the things that I lost. So as we get in the rental car, I went to show Tristan where he spent his first Christmas. Tristan was like three months old uh, at this apartment that I lived in on the lake. So I booked the hotel. Like, let me back up a bit. I booked the hotel. And when I booked this hotel, I was like, man, I don't, I've never seen this hotel. It was a Hyatt. I was like, I've never seen it before. It's on the lake. I kind of know the area just based upon the map, but I've never seen it. Cool, we'll stay there. I'm a hotel freak, by the way. Like, side note, like I care about the bathrooms, like especially the bathrooms. The bathrooms have to be a certain way. I don't know what it is. I just like to feel at home in a hotel. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. So we leave the airport. Tristan's excited. So I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to show you where you spend your first Christmas. Go to my apartment. So we drive up to the apartment. And I put the GPS, by the way, beforehand to how to get to the hotel. Because I knew how to get to my apartment. So I was like, once I leave there, it's already in the GPS. So we drive to the back of this apartment uh, complex, which is on the lake. And there's a hotel there. And I'm like, oh, this hotel is new. Maria was like, man, we should have stayed here. I was like, yeah, we should have stayed here. If I would have knew about it, like it wasn't here when I lived here. You know, it wasn't here like four years ago when I came. So I said, next time we'll stay here. So anyways, we see the apartment. We're excited. I'm telling Tristan, man, this is like, you know, where you spend your first Christmas. This is where I played with the Seahawks. I lived here. And so we leave there and Tristan wants to go to Seahawks practice facility, which is right down the street. So we drive to it. And I was like, yeah, this is where the Hawks practice. He's excited. That's his second favorite team. So after we leave there, I look down at my phone because I know the GPS, you know, is, is running. And my phone says, already arrived. And I think that's a message in itself, by the way. Already arrived. And we can tie that into appreciation, right? Sometimes we think we need to arrive somewhere, but we have to understand that we're already there, right? We're already there. That's when faith kicks in. But I don't want to dive too much into that message. Maybe that'll be next week's podcast. But it said, already arrived. So I'm like, wait, that's weird. Already arrived. So I look at the name and I look at the location and I just bust out laughing. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe this. And Maria was like, what? I was like, you know the hotel we just left that you said you wanted to stay at that was tied to my apartment? Well, that's the hotel we're staying at. And what makes it so incredible is that that hotel, now remember, this was rock bottom of my life. Like this was, this is where rehab time was built. That hotel was tied to the apartment complex that I used to stay at. So literally we're staying in the same place where I used to stay. To make it even more ironic, we find out that the Seattle Seahawks are staying there, right? There's players walking around and it just brought memories like, man, I was here. I was that player. I was depressed. And so what I used to do um, 
after practice or after I got cut, I would walk by the lake and I would look out there and I would say, man, like I wouldn't mind if I just floated away. Like I wouldn't mind if like who would miss me if I just jumped in this lake, floated away, drowned, suicidal thoughts, to be honest, which I was just too chicken to go to go along with it. And obviously with my son being three months old, I couldn't quit on him. And when I went there and I took Tristan and I said, bro, like this is where your dad was at his rock bottom this moment right now. And every day, me and Tristan got to do a little jog, a workout on the same lake where I wanted to end my life, right? The same trail that I used to walk down thinking that my life was over. And to come back 12 years later and realize that all those things needed to take place for me to be in the place where I'm at in my life right now. I want you to hold on to this quote. And I really want you to think about it because I believe this quote summarizes the journey of life. I believe this quote has summarized my journey with me being back in those moments. And it's like God was smiling down on me. God was saying, look, look how far I brought you because to be real with you, I've been overwhelmed a lot for these last few months. A lot's going on, um, even, you know, like professionally for the most part, you know, a lot's just going on. Uh, you know, I'm dealing with overwhelming stress just from my personal life, like from moving and we were building and all these things going on. Right. And all these things are happening right now, which I know when things happen like this, something amazing is going to be birthed out of a situation that seems so overwhelming. If we allow it through appreciation, which is the gateway, which is the gateway to freedom, which is the gateway to a more abundant life is appreciation for everything in your life. And so to be there and for God to like, look like you're overwhelming your stress right now. But look how far you've actually came. Look how far. I brought you. Look how far. Because we can be so focused on our goals and how far we have to go that we lose appreciation for the journey of how far we actually came. And that moment for me reset it, reset it my, my, my appreciation and my mindset. And the thing I want you to take away, like I want you to live by this quote, is we have to stop putting a period where God is trying to put a semicolon. We have to stop trying to put a period in our life sentence where God is trying to put a semicolon. A lot of times in life, and a lot of us, we do this like I was doing it 12 years ago. I was saying my life was over. It's a period where God was saying, no, this chapter is over, but your story is just getting started, which is a semicolon. Some of us right now, we're saying, you know what? There's no more to my life. You're putting a period. But God in faith is saying, there's so much more to your life, which is a semicolon. And I know that is a small, tiny shift. But if you put periods on things in your life, and listen, there's some things you need to put a period on. Let's be honest, right? Some things you don't need anymore. But the focus of today's message is that you're putting a period on your life, on your dream, on whatever it is, because it's not happening the way you want it to happen. This is not a popular thing to say, but it's the real thing to say. Our plans aren't always God's plans. And the more you can let go and stop trying to be in control as we wrap this back around and you just live in faith and faith is knowing that I'm going to live my life the best that I can and knowing that the best is going to happen for my life. What God has for you, listen to me, people, what God has for you is for you. Can't nothing stop that. Can't no team, can't no position, can't no boss, can't no mistake, can't no pain stop that. But a lot of times we allow the things that aren't going right according to our plans to make us put a period. And we start to live life like that. We think life is over, so how are you gonna live life? Some of us have allowed 2020 to put a period on everything. 
And we're living life in a depressed state. We're living life with no life. We're living, but we're not alive. It's time to remember that if you have breath, if you have breath in your lungs, if you woke up today to see the sunrise, if you're listening to this podcast right now, just know that it's not a period you should be putting, you should allow God to put that semicolon in your life sentence. And you make the decision to live in appreciation. You say, you know what? I'm going to live a faith life because I know that the storm that I'm going through is going to produce growth. I know that the person that walked out of my life is going to make more room for the right person to enter my life. I know these things. And I'm going to stop trying to be a control freak. And I'm going to live in faith. And I'm going to focus my life on the things that truly matter. Some of us, we're chasing things that don't matter. You spend your whole life chasing something, you're going to catch it, and you realize you spend your whole life chasing the wrong things. Chasing the things that you've been sold by society to tell you that it matters. Everything, if you believe, is working for the good of your life. Everything is. And sometimes the good of your life is working for other people that you never even know will experience and benefit off of your life, right? I had to go through those periods where I wanted to be a, put a period in my life since I had to go through those times of being in Seattle 12 years ago, of wanting to end my life, of wanting to just float away in Lake Washington. I had to go through that because if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be here talking to you with so much confidence, with so much faith that you can get through anything that you've been through because God got you. So as I wrap this episode up, I want you to hold on to this. Again, stop trying to put a period in your life sentence where God is trying to put a semicolon. Live on faith. Let go. Control what you can control, what you can influence. But ultimately, life is going to happen. And when you realize that life is happening for you and not to you, then that's where life changes. Appreciate everything, man. And you'll realize you have everything that you need. Straight up. Straight Up is hosted and recorded by me, Trent Shelton. The episodes are produced by Chelsea Harfouche and mixed and edited by Andrew Weller. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Straight Up with Trent Shelton is a production of The Hollis Company. Hey! I want to make sure you got my phone number. Like, for real, for real. No kidding. Did you even know that I have a community text number? And if you don't, where have you been? So go ahead, take out your pen and paper, take out your phone, and write this number down. My phone number is 817-242-2719. Yep, I'm repeating for you. 817-242-2719. People always ask, Trent, how did you get that community text number? And how does it work? Well, today's your lucky day. Go to community.com and go get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using texting. People just text you at the number, they're added to the group, and then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. Like you already know, I text out podcast links, random things about life, I text out surprises, all the things that I don't post anywhere else except my rehabber text community. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly to you. And guess what? Now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your number. They'll give you a 10-digit real phone number. Not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than just a number, y'all. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS texting. This means you can actually manage your text links from your community and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts at certain times to certain groups. It even comes with auto-replies, 
so many things. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your phone number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for just that. So go to check them out at community.com. That's community.com. Let's get it. Hey, I want to make sure you got my phone number. Like, for real, for real. No kidding. Did you even know that I have a community text number? And if you don't, where have you been? So go ahead, take out your pen and paper, take out your phone, and write this number down. My phone number is 817-242-2719. Yep, I'm going to repeat it for you. 817-242-2719. People always ask, Trent, how did you get that community text number? How does it work? Well, today's your lucky day. Go to community.com and go get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using texting. People just text you at the number. They're added to the group. And then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. Like you already know, I text out podcast links, random things about life. I text out surprises, all the things that I don't post anywhere else except my rehabber text community. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly to you. And guess what? Now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your number. They'll give you a 10-digit real phone number. Not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than just a number, y'all. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS texting. This means you can actually manage your text links from your community and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts at certain times to certain groups. It even comes with auto-replies, so many things. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your phone number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for just that. So go to check them out at community.com. That's community.com. Let's get it.